There is power in the name of Jesus. That power is the one that has made you to be here this morning. That power in the name is the source of sustaining power. That power that is able to preserve our souls. That power is that is able to protect us from every harm, from every plan of the wicked one. There is power in that name. morning somebody i see the lord doing a miracle in your life yes the name of jesus is going to cause a miracle to happen for you this morning in the name of jesus lift up your hands lift up your hands We lift a voice and say, The Lord is in our midst this morning. He is the center of it all. This morning, I want your focus to be on Jesus. The Bible said when Peter's eyes was upon Jesus, he did not sink. This morning, as you focus your eyes on Jesus, as you fix your eyes on Jesus and Him alone, I see you, I see you having a miracle. The Bible said looking unto Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith. This morning we have come before Him. We have come before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I want your attention to be on him. It is all about Jesus. It is all about Jesus. Yes, Lord. 
Sing the song. you will do as you will in our life oh lord yes lord i see the power of the holy ghost coming upon us this morning yes lord father your people we are ready we are indeed the sheep of your pasture this morning feed us this morning feed us in the mighty name of jesus our mouth and our hearts are open to receive from you this morning Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus and take your seat. Please take your seat. Look to your left, look to your right and welcome somebody. Tell the person by you, you are welcome to today's anointing service. And say a blessing. 
The Bible says life and tongue lies in the life and death lies in the power of the tongue. I want you to prophesy to the person by you and tell him what you want to see in his life. Pronounce blessing into his life. You have the power. The Bible says all authority has been given unto you. You have that power to call things to be. I want you to prophesy into the life of somebody right now. Prophesy blessing into his life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, put your hands together for Jesus. This morning, wherever our Father is, we say, God, we shall bless you. Because He is the one that has given us the privilege to stand before you and share with you the engrafted word of God. Paul says something Paul, look, in the book of Acts chapter 20 verse 32. I commend you to God and to the word of His grace. The word of God is our grace. Amen. Amen. When you have that word, you overcome mountains. So this morning, and the Bible says, it says that that word, it gives us an inheritance. So this morning, I can assure you that as you are here to listen to the word of God, to be fed the word of God, you have an inheritance in the name of Jesus. Our Father has a very simple message for us. And it's one message that when we take heed to, great things begin to happen for us. I want you to take your Bible, open the book of Proverbs, chapter 27. The Bible says something about it. The Bible says that as a man thinketh in his heart, as a man thinketh, so your thoughts is very, very important. Amen. Amen. Is it Proverbs chapter 27? Or 22, verse 3? Find that scripture for me. He said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. That's the verse I want. So what we need to understand is that the mind is one amazing gift that God has given to all of us. Some of us, we think something and we act in a different way. That is not what the Bible says. Whatever you are thinking is what you are. Please, are you here? If you are here, then put your hands together. Yes. Proverbs chapter 23, verse yes. 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 For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Eat and drink, say it to thee, but his heart is not with thee. Now this morning, the message that our Father has for us is a very simple one. And it is titled, How to Honor Someone by Thinking Properly. Because you are not happy about honoring, you are not clapping. How to honor someone by thinking properly? You see, the Bible says God sees the heart of a man. A lot of us, we we say something, but our actions are different. Some of us, somebody can be. Smiling at you. Oh, I mean, you show all the 
33 but in the head if someone should tell you what the person is thinking about you you open your mouth but you see God is not a human being he is God so even your thinking God knows it and God sees it so he says in Proverbs chapter 23 verse 7 for as he thinketh in his heart so this morning what I'm asking you is what is it that you are thinking what are you thinking? Especially when it comes to servants of God. What is your thinking pattern as long as they are concerned? Amen. Amen. Some of us we say, Oh Papa, we love you. We say, oh, Papa, you don't. Papa, you are father. Oh yeah, yeah, Papa. But in your head, in your heart, what? in your thoughts, whatever you are thinking is different from what you are saying. Let you understand. That you can pretend and do all sorts of things. But God knows what is in your thoughts. Because as you are thinking, so you will be. Amen. So the ability to learn, to think, to choose, and to reason is the whole essence of a man. So God gives us this our mind to think. And you see, what you are thinking eventually will come out. It doesn't matter how long you hide it. Whatever is in your thinking pattern is going to manifest. So I want us to I want us to go and look at something in the book of Mark chapter six. Verse two to five. It talks about Anna. And I believe that a lot of us know this particular scripture so much. But this one, and I pray that God will give you a revelation about the scripture. And then is going to cause about a transformation in your life. Please, let's go to Mark chapter 6, verse 2 to 5. Whilst we are going there, what I want you to understand is the core of who you are is evidenced by the thoughts or the root of your heart. That's, I, want to, I wanted to establish that. Who you really are it's not about what you say. It's about what is inside your head. So the core of who you are is evidenced by the thought or the root of your heart. So the Bible says that the heart of a man is desperately weak. And you ask yourself, why would God say that? Why would God say a man, the heart of a man is desperately weak? Because it is true. Because if people to tell you what they are thinking in their hearts, you will be very very surprised and it wasn't surprised when this one was exhibited to Jesus the Bible said that he went to his hometown and you see like you, you have come to your hometown you expect people to welcome you in a very unique way you expect people to say something, something good about you you expect people to, to welcome you wholeheartedly but that is not what happened in Jesus when he went to his hometown how the people perceived him was evidence in the kind of things they said. And you see, when you talk about Anna, what we need to understand is that Anna is not just about giving of substances. Somebody can give you something. Haven't you watched um, these movies before where somebody will give you a gift by the intended purpose 
is to trap you. So when you talk about Anna, it's not just about substance. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 9, that Anna the Lord with your substance. It is, I'm not saying that honoring somebody with a gift or something is not good. It's, it's part of it. But that is not the whole thing. As we will see in this particular verse in the book of Mark chapter 6. Please read it for me. Mark chapter 6 verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence have he these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are roused by his hands? Praise him. Jesus is alive. Now, please, just so that you know what you are talking about, and you get the whole truth. Let's read from the verse 1. Where was Jesus Christ going? Was he going to a different country? Was he going to another place that people did not know him? Let's start from the beginning. And he went out from thence and came into his own country. He said he came into his own country. It wasn't a strange country. His very own country. Maybe you are sitting here. Even in your own family, your children are not giving you the due reverence. They did it to Jesus Christ. He went into his own country. His own country. Where he came from. Where his father is. Where his mother is. Where his his brethren were. His own country. And this happened to him. So let's read from the verse 2. Let's go. I just wanted to establish that before we continue. Verse 2. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence hath this man these things? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are roused by his hands? Is, is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, mm-hmm. the brother of James and J- Joseph, mm-hmm. and of Judah and Simon? Mm-hmm. And I and are not his sisters here with us, and they were offended at him. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country, and among his own king, and in his own house. Amen. And the last, the five. And he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few folk, sick folk, and healed them. So this, this story is talking about Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And Jesus Christ, the Bible said, he went to his own country expecting that people would give him the honor that he deserves. Because the Bible said that people were looking forward towards the coming of the Messiah. And here is a person who is what? Coming to save his people. And his own people did not give him the honor that he was due. Now, this particular scripture makes us understand that when we talk about honor, honor is not only by giving something or a gift to somebody. So there is an honor that is called honoring without substance. So here, Jesus Christ was very astonished. The Bible said he marveled. I think the verse 4. He marveled about the kind of reception that he had from the people. 
And he marveled because of their unbelief. It wasn't just because of their unbelief. It was also because they, they lack what we mean to honor. So Jesus Christ said, A prophet is without honor in his own country. And you see, if you want to see that people do not honor you, it can be seen in the kind of things, the questions that the people ask. One, they, you see, one, they started questioning him. So he said, the Bible said that he was teaching. Not charge you. I said, if maybe uh, you know somebody to be a very bad announcer, I mean, you see the child, like, like, then you see that this child talking wisdom, saying certain things that I mean is strange. And then you start, ah, who is this small boy? Who is he? So that's what it is. The Bible says, and when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished. From when has this man these things? Where did he get this wisdom from? So they started questioning. So if you want to see that people dishonor, want to see a lack of honor, in a person, it starts by the people questioning your authority. When people start to question you, it's an indication that they do not honor you. Again, the Bible said not believing in him. They did not believe. Said because of their unbelief. So when somebody does not believe in you, it is an indication that that person does not honor you. Are you following me? And what wisdom is is it? And so go to the verse. Continue verse three. So, so this is what I was talking about. He started questioning. He said, "Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, Mary Abano, the brother of James and Joseph?" They even spoke about where he came from. They questioned his background. To two, maybe you free So when you want to see people exhibiting lack of honoring, it is seen forward. in these things that I'm mentioning. When you question, you question a person. When you do not believe in the person. When you start to doubt. Because they doubted him. Which wisdom is he speaking with? He started doubting him. And then the last one was that they became offended at him. So if you are sitting here and even whilst I'm preaching, you are offended because of what I'm saying. Then you lack honor. So you see, offense is an indication that you do not honor. When you are offended at a person, more so if a person is a man of God, is a leader, is a pastor, so called by God. So you see here, Jesus Christ was not just complaining because people did not give him any money. Did you see anywhere that the people gave him money? No. So money alone or gifts or substances is not the only thing that indicates that you honor a person. 
Remember, I said that the topic that we are treating today is how to honor a person by thinking properly. So you ask yourself, were these people really thinking properly about Jesus? Were they thinking positively about Jesus? Did they see him as a son of God? Did they acknowledge him as a servant of God? I believe that even before Jesus Christ came there, they would have known and heard that Jesus Christ was, was doing mighty things in other places. They had a choice to think properly of him and accept him as a prophet. But they chose the other one. They had a negative thought about him. This morning, what kind of thoughts do you have about the servants of God that have been called to be shepherd over your life? So Jesus was speaking about a different kind of honor, not an honor, maybe you coming here, come, coming to give somebody a gift. No. He was talking about a different kind of honor. And this is really seen in the verse, I think, where he said, a prophet is without honor but in his own country. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor but in his own country. So honor is not just about you giving something. No. If honor is just about giving something, then we honor. all of us are the needy man. It's not about that. It's, it's been about your thinking process. What do you think? Because whatever you are thinking, whatever the people were thinking about Jesus Christ was manifested in the way they were questioning his background. Amen. Are you here? Oh, are you here? Oh, If you are, then put your hands together for Jesus. So we see in this material moment that Jesus was being dishonored. It's as simple as that. By the people who were what? Listening to him preach. Because he was, the Bible said he was preaching. And you see, a lot of us, we find ourselves in this situation. We come to church and the message is being preached to you. And when you start doubting, now what Jesus here on Tanta? Dishonor. This Jesus was, he said he went to the synagogue and was yes. preaching to them. Then among them they started asking him, Who is this? Stumi Ben or Dekasa? Who is this man? That he's saying these things. Is it in their mind? They were looking at maybe the Pharisees. Some of them Pharisees for So those Pharisees, they say, they dress kuntai, they dress religious. But they just saw Jesus. Who is this person? Oh, yes, we and yet, Nancy and Anna Menewaha. No, just recently, we like some, 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 of, some of us. Maybe you are here and you know a pastor, you yeah. know somebody who has been called by God. Maybe you used to go to school with him. You used to play with him. Immediately, the person becomes a servant of God. Your relationship with him must change in a positive way so that you can see some changes and some blessings in your life. But as long as you see him as your co as long as you see the person as an age mate, as long as you see a person, oh, wait here, wait here, say, madam, this one is my friend, you will cease to receive from him. As we even see in the verse 5, because he could do no miracles, he could do nothing. So as we go on, here goes to 
We are going to learn what are the impact of dishonoring in our relationship with the anointing. Always our father sees that life is all about relationship. In life, everything is about relationship. If you are a dishonorable person, because the more you honor in a relationship, the more some blessings and some positive things happen. I can tell you a story about me. I'm, I'm using myself. When I came to Accra to come and find a job, I got a job as an intern in a company. And I worked hard. And due to that, I was able to establish a very good relationship with my boss. And then my boss left. And went into another com- com- company. But I still continued working very hard. So an opportunity came where my boss was. Because of the relationship I had with him. Because of how I related to him. Because I did not dishonor in our relationship. When the opportunity came. He just said there's an opportunity here. Imagine if my relationship with him was not good. Imagine if I was dishonorable to him. Would he have introduced me to that opportunity? No. So when I say life is all about relationship. And one of the things that maintains a relationship. See, the disciples had a good relationship with Jesus. Christ. So no wonder they saw great and mighty things in their lives. But you see, the people in Jesus' hometown, they dishonored him. The people failed to believe in him without questioning one, his background. They questioned his sincerity. They questioned his integrity and they questioned his calling. Maybe you are here. Maybe you say, ah, why did Papa even anoint these pastors, these three people as pastors over us? I know that nobody here is thinking like that. I say, I know that nobody here is thinking like that. If you are not thinking like that, put your hands together for Jesus. If you don't clap, I know you are thinking like that. So, when you when you question people's background, especially when the people are men of God over you, that God has ordained over, ordained over your life, it is tantamount to this honoring. That is exactly what these people did. They questioned Jesus Christ's background. Even the messages that he was speak, preaching to them, they questioned the efficacy of that message. So they questioned the sincerity of the message that Jesus Christ was so what, who is this man that is saying these things? Why are you talking to me? And then his integrity. Papa, who is he? And they do not even believe that Jesus Christ was the Son of God. So the question is calling. So Jesus Christ that day saw his own people is under him. This one one in for some and you see in the verse 5, let's go there. And he could tell do no mighty works. He could tell do no mighty works. Because the people question his calling. Now, the, if you, the person that you want to see miracle coming from here, you are questioning his calling. How can a miracle happen in your life? 
And I believe that there were a lot of people who were sick. There were a lot of people there who needed breakthrough in their lives. But because they dishonored, they could not see any mighty miracle in their lives. As we are preparing towards another prophet, in the month of October, your thinking must change. Your thinking pattern must change concerning the bishop that God has called over you and I. Are you doubting his calling? Are you questioning his background? Are you questioning his sincerity and his integrity in your life? So you are for I pray that as you are listening to this message, your thinking pattern is being changed and transformed in a more positive way. Amen. Amen. Now you see, Bishop Dark tells a story. And I believe that a lot of us know Bishop Dark. He's our grandfather. He's a father to our father. So a lot of the time, my father gives us the opportunity to also hear his messages and also hear him preach on some of the things. So, and how many of us know that Bishop Dag was a medical doctor? You must say that name, so you're being full. No, you're being full. He was a medical doctor. No, you're being full. Imagine somebody. Your people, your father, your mother has sent you to. Oh, Papa, oh, Mama, go to school to go and learn and become a doctor. All of a sudden, I'm You say God has called you. And you see, he tells a story that people began to question him. Come on, shall be said, sir. They question. Whether indeed he was a pastor. They question whether indeed he was called of God. They question him whether indeed he had a gift from God. And you see, all these people that question him, I believe that they could not receive from the anointing that was upon him. So, what are some of the questions that people normally ask when they really dishonor you? They will ask, How do you know you were called? Are you a real pastor? You have the gift of God. They will ask, Are you a tomato? Are you not a tomato seller? And then, then they, they also question your age. Like a lot of people question the age of. Some of the people that, that some of the workers that are here. You go for house fellowship, house fellowship and you are you are you are questioning them. Ah, question is it. Are you not just twenty years? Are you not just twenty-two years? What gives you the right to come and then teach me about the word of God? The anointing has no age limits. Jesus Christ, as little as 12 years, yes, you could go into the temple of God and sat down with scholars, Bible scholars, and they were listening to his, his wisdom. He was just 12 years old. Trying to establish what it means to honor. When you are like that, question people's age, I mean, that is tantamount to this honor. They will even say that you are even proud for calling yourself a pastor. These are the kind of things they say. Amen. Amen. You ask all these many questions. Just like they asked Jesus Christ. And you will need Joseph. Joseph. 
So this morning, what we want to let you understand is that you must learn. You must learn about honor that can be ministered to a person without necessarily giving something. Like, like That's what I'm trying to establish. A lot of us, we, we, I mean, we are very quick to give gifts. We are very quick to give money because we have it in abundance. That's happened to me a couple of times. Friends on brass, sorry. You call them to come to church. No, no, what is offering amount and the tight amount of brass, sorry. And they'll give you the offering to bring to church. No, no, they won't brass, sorry. That's for them, they won't come. Is this annoying? We need you. So for such a person, he thinks he's annoying by giving his gift. By giving his tight. Or do you need you, man? But that is not an amount of annoying. We need you. No. Annoying also demands that your presence come to the church. Need church. Sorry. So annoying is not just about giving. Substances or giving gifts. Are you here? Wow. Now let us look at something in the book of Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. Malachi chapter 1 verse 6. The Bible says, A son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is my honor? This morning, the bishop of the house is asking, Are you his son? Are you his daughter? If you are his son, if you are his daughter, then he expects a certain kind of honoring from you. And that honoring is an honor without substance. An of it, which is honoring by thinking properly about him. Amen. Amen. A son therefore honors his father when he praises his father. Okay. So I'm trying, I'm letting you understand the kind of things outside of the gift and the substances. We are what you do. We've looked at some of the things that you do. That is dishonor. That is when you question the person. When you doubt the person. When you don't believe in the person. When you become offended at the person. Some of these things are the examples of what you do that makes you a dishonorable person. When, what does it mean? For a son to honor his father. So and that is what I want you to understand. A son therefore honors his father when he praises his father. When a son dishonors his father, he accuses him, he blames him, he, he denounces him, he reproaches him, he disgraces him, he humiliates him and rejects him. And you ask, But me, I have not rejected my father. I can tell you that a lot of us have rejected our father. You know that a, ma- a man's word is the man, right? Now, if you disobey your father, if you disobey your father's instruction, have you not rejected him? But you are there, you say, I'm me for if, you re- if you disobey your father's instruction, you have rejected him. Amen? A lot of us also blame our father. Maybe you are here. Maybe you are. And maybe your father did not look after you. Your father did, was not really a good parent to you. And you are sitting, you are blaming him. 
know that it is dishonoring. The word of God did not say that obey your father when he's being responsible. Is that what he said? The book of Ephesians chapter 6. Did he give a condition that obey your father? Honor your father and your mother. When they are good parents. That's not what the Bible says. Honor your father and your mother. So the blame thing, as, as long as immediately you start blaming, immediately you start de- denouncing. And a lot of us here have denounced our own biological parents. Denounce them. denounce when you do that, you are dishonoring. Now, in the context of Christian fathers, in the context of spiritual fathers, what we need to understand is that, and I use an example like being obedient to his instructions. A lot of us, our father tells us, now he says, one of them that a lot of us, are guilty of. Papa you. Church starts at 8.45. Have you not rejected him? Because you have rejected his instructions. My father tells you, Tuesday teaching service, you need to come. Facebook You don't also come. When you do that, you are rejecting him. Because you are rejecting his instructions. But I know that none of us here have rejected our father. Oh, amen. Oh, amen. 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 If, you, if, you, if you are not rejected our father, then put your hands together for him. Bon, amen. Now, there's another story in the book of Acts chapter 28, verse 1 to 10. That I want us to look at. It, 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 it is about Paul. The Bible says that it came to a time that their ship was capsized and they had to find themselves but the real thought of the people was not manifested until something happened. A lot of us here, we, we are coming to church. We are doing all that we are doing because everything is okay. Immediately something should, should happen. Something bad. I'm not saying something bad. Immediately something negative happens. Then we begin to see your real intention. As far as the things of God is concerned. An example that I can even that comes to mind that I can imagine is our grandfather Bishop Dark. When his issue came, hey, Bishop Dark, you, began, you begin to see people, how people were thinking really about him. You see? Maybe a few of but it goes like this. It is when you go through circumstances in life, it is when, through you, when you go through difficult times, know the true intentions of people for you. So in the book of Acts chapter 28 verse 1, when you read up to the verse verse, uh, verse 10, something happened. So Paul 
and the rest of the guys who, I mean, misfortune happened to them and then they fell from the ship and then they had to swim back to the land. They went to that island, the island of uh, Malta. They, they, they went there and the Bible said that people received him. Right. But in their, in their mind, in their thoughts, they had a different thought about him. But they were acting like as if they, they liked um, 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 Paul. So the Bible said, Paul, nah, the place was very cold. Nah, oh, oh. So Paul was gathering sticks to make fire. And what happened was that, immediately said, Paul and some of them, they started saying, So, you see, since you didn't that's the reward that's what they started saying it's what you did and I'm, I'm sure that the people in that island knew what Paul had done before because before Paul became Paul he was known as Saul and he was the one that was I mean um, prosecuting the people of God to the point that he was the one that was, that was Ensuring that and supervising their education. So immediately, Omuun said, "We want to start the snake at just bit A pope. They started. But before that, the Bible said they received him. Let's read the verse from verse one. Let's read from verse one. Let's read from verse one. Just so that you know what I'm talking about. And when they were escaped, then they knew that the land, that the the island was called. Melita, and go on. I think it's no, now known as Malta. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, no, I read the verse 2. He said, And the barbarous people showed us no little kindness. It means that they showed him kindness. For they kindled a fire and received us everyone because of the present rain and because of the cold. See, in the verse 2, we see he said, They received Paul. But immediately certain things begin to happen. When we see your that is when if you are not thinking properly, if you are not angering by thinking properly, that is when we start to see who you are. As I said in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7. So as a man thinketh in his heart, so, is he. so they are thinking of how who um, Paul was, was made manifest from not here because here, ono mo ajuna ewo mitimne nyambai. Then I'm going to Paul ono manifest. Then nyambai. But from verse three, you begin to see exactly what they thought of Paul. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, there came a viper out of the heat and fastened on his hand. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, they showed them kindness Now look at what they said. When Paul began to go to what and when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on his hand, they said among themselves, no doubt, this man is a murderer. Who though he had escaped the sea, we we had vengeance, suffered not to leave. I return on the Abba. Oh, what do you say? You are here. If you are known so, it will be a very bad person. You know that someone is in the power. Now, if you are here, 
So their real thought, how they talk about, they thought about Paul, was being manifested. What are you thinking? This morning, what are you thinking? That is what is important. It's not about the way you are acting. Some of us, we pretend. We act differently. But what is in our head? What is in our thoughts? Is different. Like these people. In the verse 2, they showed Paul kindness. But when something happened to Paul, they began to question him. The verse 5. And he said, when something bad is happening to a man of God, it is only but for a season. Sometimes for God to let you know that know the people who are really for you. So when you are going through problems, when you are going through struggles, don't curse God. Because what God wants to do, is to, He wants to show you those who are for you and those who are not for you. And He shook off the beast into the fire. So when you see a man of God going through something, please don't try to relate what he did in the past. And say that, that, is, that is the result. That is the, 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 the outcome of what he is going through now. And Paul shook off the piece into the fire. When somebody is truly called a God, it doesn't matter what he's going through now. God has always got his back. People's intention and the way people honor him is really known by how they relate to that person when he's going through problems. Are you here? So, we see here their perception about Paul really when he came to that island was not a good perception. But you see, I can phone, I can't. It is only a fool that does not change his mind. We see something here that immediately they realize that ah, almost Negative Indeed, he was a man of God. Their perception about him changed. Verse 6 How be they looked, and when he should have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly, but after they had looked a great while and saw no harm come to him, they changed their mind. This morning, maybe before you came here, you have a different mind about the bishop of the house. Maybe before you came here, you had a different mind about the leadership and the pastors of this church. But this morning, 
you need to have a change of mind. Because until you have a change of mind, you will not see certain things happening in your life. The people they change their perception. About who Paul was. They started to think properly. When they started seeing Paul differently, they began to experience the power of God. And miracles started happening. So let's let's go to the verse. In the same quarters were possessed of the chief man of the island, whose name was Pablius. Who received us and lodged us three days courteously? I'll go on. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and of a bloody flux, to whom Paul entered in and prayed and laid hands on him and healed him. So when the people started having a different mind about Paul, when the people started thinking properly, started answering by thinking properly. Something good began to happen. But when you go back to the Matthew chapter six, from verse two downwards, Jesus Christ could not do anything because the people's thinking pattern was that of a negative one. So anytime you dishonor a person by not thinking properly, you do not see the power of God being made manifest. Not just in the life of the person, but in your life. How are you thinking? Saying Many people saw him. So, so what happened? They, they, said they had a change of mind. So, how did they perceive Paul now? Because in the verse, I think the verse three, they were saying that he was a murderer. They were saying that his past sins has caught up with him. They were saying that vengeance has gotten back to him. The law of karma. It will be a law of karma. Law of karma. So when you throw a wall, oh, a, a so ball against the wall, oh, it bounces back to you. So that was what they were thinking about. Person, in our and what could you Your sins. But when they began to see him differently, these are the things that they perceive. Many people saw him. They now saw him as a good person. They thought of him now as a man of God. And they thought of Paul now as a man that was sent by God. So, when their thinking pattern changed concerning the man of God, good things started happening. Do you want to see a good thing happening in your life? Do you want to see doors and opportunities open for you? Then start by answering. And start answering by thinking properly. Because until you start answering by thinking properly about the servant of God that God has placed over your life, certain doors, doors will continue to be shut. But this morning I pray that the way you think about the servant of God, the way you think as we are preparing ourselves, yes, yes, yes. in the month of October, your thinking pattern will change. Amen. Amino. They did not question his background anymore. So a man can just a man can say, Paul Diana, Paul Diana, or yeah, the Otata, a Christopher Canino. No one was persecuting the Christians. Now I've heard that thinking part in change. And then from then on, they honored Paul. And if he said that when you go to the island of 
mortar right now. Paul is still being honored on that island. As a member of the church, we need, or as members of the church, we need to honor so that God, the power of God in the pastor's life can be activated. Until they change their thinking about Paul. They could not receive anything. But when they change their thinking pattern about Paul, the Bible says that he could heal. He could do this. Remember in the book of Mark, the Bible said, and Jesus Christ could not do anything. Because the people did not honor. But here the people honored by changing their mind. And I believe that in the days of John, in the days of Jesus Christ, if the people had changed their mind, they would have seen greater miracles. We don't see miracles in the church. It's not flourishing. And you ask yourself whether you are honoring well. Because honoring activates the anointing. Honoring activates the power of God. Are you really honoring? Amen. Amen. I've been blessed. Anna has a lot to do with the way you think about a person. Has a lot. For instance, you are a choirista. You have a choir master. How are you honoring? How are you honoring? When a choirista, a choir master tells you. Today we are wearing this. And they show you. Because you are not thinking properly. You do your own thing. You are the workplace. Your boss tells you. Boss catch up. We are all reporting work at yeah, seven nah. o'clock. You will come at ten o'clock. And when the boss asks you why, you start giving excuses. Oh, me, me, me boxer, no, no. But my boxer was stone. You know? So I went to sew it. Some of the excuses that we did. How does that concern your boss? Excuse. But you see, the, the intention is that you, you, you dishonor. That is the main problem. It's not your boxer, no. it's not your to sew. But it is because you dishonor. What are the effects of negative thought with respect to the anointing? Now, negative thought, what you need to understand, negative thought is a clear sign of the absence of honor. When you have a negative thought about a person, you don't honor the person. So we see in this story that when Paul did not die from the snake bite, they thought highly of him now. They even thought that he could be a god. And after their thinking changed, now Paul could lay hands on Pablo's father. And Pablo's father could be healed. Because the people now had a different mindset as far as Paul was concerned. As I said, they saw him as a good person. They thought of him as a man of God. They thought of Paul as a man sent from God. They did not question his background anymore. Amen. 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 This morning, God is 
telling you. How do you perceive the servant, the servant of God in your life? Because it starts with perception. In the book of Second Kings, chapter I believe chapter four. Let's go there. It's really nice. Five down. We'll see a story there about the woman of Shunem. Something happened there. Let's go there. Let's look at that story. Please read it for me. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her. Let's start from the verse seven. Then she came and told the man of God, and he said, Go, sell the oil and pay thy debt, and leave thou and thy children of the rest. Go on. I think I'm looking for the verse. You talk about the woman of Shunem. This is what I want. And it fell on the day that Elisha passed to Shunem, where was a great woman, and she constrained him to eat bread, and so it was that as of as he passed by, as often as he passed by, he turned in to eat bread. And she said, and she said unto her, unto her husband, Behold now, I perceive that this is an holy man. With strength. So I said, how you see a person? Oh, how you relate to a, with a person? Start, first start with your perception about the person. So we see here the story of the woman in Shunem. Oh, Shunem Baba. The Bible says he perceived Elisha to be a man of God. Elisha in now our father has thought about, about honoring. Yeah, and the least form of honoring is by acknowledging. Done also. Because if you don't acknowledge a person in a very good way, the way you relate with him will always be negative. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says here that this woman in Shunem always was seeing Elijah passing. So he went to the husband and said, My husband, I perceive that this man is a man of God. So the way he thought about Elijah, he saw him as a man of God. And that was the beginning of the transformation in his life. In her life. This morning, how do you perceive the servant of God? Because it starts with perception. And it is important that we know what, what uh, Anna really is. Our father tells a story that a man, of, a man had two sons. One of them, he gave them instruction. One of them said, I will do it. The other one said, I will not do it. So the man was expecting that the man, the person who said, I will do it, he will do the instruction. But when he came back, he was asking for the result. The man who said he will do it, the son who said he will do it, did not do it. The one who said he will not do it, he did it. Which of the two honors the father? A lot of us, we are like the first son. Sunday, move back, sorry. Because I will come to church. Move back, sorry. Yeah, the first person, Who will even be the first people to come? Sunday, Baba. Oh, oh, Mister Baba. Oh, me, me, me. I'm not sure when I will come. You let's see. Then the person will come to church. But the people who said, I will come. Oh, Mama, say, me, Baba, no. So be careful what you say. You are shaking your head. Because God 
is not looking at what you are saying. It's looking at what is in your heart. So how are you perceiving? He said, How do you perceive? But what think he? A certain man had two sons. This is not what I want. Anyway, I'm Okay. A certain man had two sons. And he came to first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. Go on. He answered and said, I will not. But afterwards, yeah, this is the story. Afterward, he repented and went. And he came to the second and said, Likewise. And he answered and said, I go, sir, and went not. Whether of these twain did the will of his father, they say unto him, the first. Jesus said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that the publicans and the harlots go into the kingdom of God before you. Uh huh. Go on. For John, okay, so that's it. So, is it any nipenisudie? Sometimes the people that you, you think say, are very bad. People, those are the people that. But who are they? Oh, me the me I want to go to church. Maybe in your heart. People will see the content of your. It's more than dark. So what really is honoring? To honor someone is to think well of him. To praise him and to heal him. You don't you cannot honor by questioning the person. You cannot honor by distrusting. A lot of us we, we don't trust. Bible says, Maybe you the need Lord to do is my shepherd. I shall not me. He leads me. Udimekain. A lot of us. Remember, our bishop is going this way. Because we don't trust. We are going the other way. But in Kashipidi, you should trust your shepherd. But when you dishonor, when you, you don't think properly of the person, you always not trust him. When there's dishonor, when you don't honor, you doubt. You don't believe the word of your pastor. All you saying is foolishness. Even when he prophesied to you, you always prophesy. It has never come to pass. If you think like that, you are not annoying. Are you seated here? What's that? And you are doubting the voice over your life. And then you are not annoyed. Are you accusing? Are you doing the blame thing? When you do that, you are not annoyed. Now let's go back to. Mark chapter 6. The verse 5. I started by saying that we are going to look at the effects of negative thoughts with respect to the anointing. Now the Bible says that Jesus Christ could not do anything. He could not do anything. Perhaps the reason why your life 
is, is what it is now is because you lack honoring. He could dare not do mighty work. See that he laid his hands upon a few sick So it means that where there is lack of honoring, where people have negative impression and negative thoughts about servants of God, you don't see certain things happening. And we see in the ministry of Jesus. The Bible says Jesus Christ, even Jesus, who had the power, Jesus Christ, who was the Son of God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anwen quenched the anointing. Did your man from a new doom? The Muslim. This Anwen quenched the anointing. If you're born a doom, the Muslim. Look at your life. Shema bra boy. Are you this Anwen? Ubu enimtia. By not thinking properly. Unji ye. By the people that God has set over you. For man, yamidi esu so. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17 It says obey them that rule over you Submit to them For they watch over your soul Are you this so where there is lack of honor where people do not think properly as long as honoring is concerned anointing is quenched for them so this morning probably you need to do a self reflection maybe pray and pray oh, nothing is happening in your you life start asking yourself is it that I am not honoring properly somebody here is it that I am not honoring properly maybe that is the reason why these things are not happening For that is unprofitable for you. This morning is my prayer. That you start honoring and honoring well. It's not just about your gifts. Last time I was here and I was telling a story about somebody, a popular Ghanaian lady. The husband can give her all the gifts that she wants. But she is not happy. In the relationship. So it's not about a gift. But that does not mean that your husband honors you. I don't care who could do respect you. So when it talks when the left to only give and your mom and they are a lot. Then even though it is part of it, it's not the whole thing. You need to start by thinking. 
thinking properly. Your thinking pattern must change. Because if you don't think properly, one year you will not see the blessings that God has But this morning I pray. And the people of Melita. Change their perception about Paul. Paul and started seeing certain breakthroughs. Started seeing the, the sick being healed. Started seeing doors being opened. I pray that this morning you change your mind and have a positive perception when it comes to the man of God of the One month. One month. The Bible says in the book of Second Chronicles. I think the chapter chapter I forgot the chapter, but it says, believe in God. Also believe in his prophets. And ye shall prosper. Now obey from from this morning God has placed certain people over that you must honor. And in a proper way. Second Chronicles oh, and they arose early in the morning and went forth into the wilderness of Tekwa. And as they went forth, Joseph stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, ye inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God. So shall ye be established. Believe his prophet. So shall you. When the people of Melita started believing, because we said that when you do not believe, it is not honoring. But when you start believing, certain things begin to happen. The people in, in Jesus' home, they did not believe in him. So no wonder. Certain things could not happen. Somebody told me that he doesn't understand why he must pay tithes. He doesn't understand. So it was, it was, it was in my car and we were just having a discussion. I was encouraging him that he should pay tithes. And I had a, a, a lady friend of mine, also a very spiritual person. And she said that it is of no use if where you are, eh? you don't pay tithes. It means that you don't believe in that altar. It is of no use staying there. Because how can you be in a place? How can you say that you honor an altar? And you are not paying your tithes. It means that you should not be there in a place. So if you don't believe where you are, if you think that where you are is a mistake, there will be a mistake for the rest of your life. But I believe that everyone in this auditorium believes in the altar. You must believe. Because the Bible says, if you believe, you prosper. And one of the ways that you think properly is by believing. If you doubt, you will not receive any. And he could do there to no matter. But you see, when you read further, when Jesus Christ came, went to a place where people honored him, the Bible said he healed the sick, he raised the dead. 
because the people were not like the people in his own water who did not believe who doubted who questioned his calling this morning are you doubting are you like a Thomas what is a Thomas that is doubting that Jesus Christ has not been risen from the dead If you doubt, you will not receive anything from the anointing. But this morning is my prayer that you believe. And you have no, you leave no place for doubt. The Bible says that trust it. In order to please God, you must have faith. Faith in God and also faith in His servant. The Bible says, if you believe in whom he has sent, whom he has sent, then you honor him. You cannot say you honor God. And you do not honor the people he has sent. Like many of us. We say we love our father. We say we honor him. We say we respect him. But when he sends somebody to you, you treat the person with disregard. But you are there, you are saying that when you see Papa, you say, hey, Papa, Papa, Papa. But when he sends somebody to you, you disregard the person. You don't take the person for anything. And yet you are there, you are saying, I honor Papa. And there you are saying, I honor God. What kind of honoring is that? As the person by what you kind of honor is that? Because he said that you must honor if you if you honor the person he has sent, then you are honoring him. So when Papa sends somebody Papa to you, like a household leader, come and teach you the word of God. Come and then teach you the mind that God has given to you. Because Papa cannot be in all the places. It cannot be in all the branches. So how can you do it? He can send. You go here. You go there. When you go there, this is the message. This is my mind. Preach these things to me. So if somebody is coming to you and has the mind of the pastor, which is the mind of God, and he's bringing it to you, because he's not Papa. Oh, that's small boy. I, but uh, and uh, they preach? Uh, who is preaching today, please? Joshua, when he looks at oh, uh, Pastor Joseph, Pastor Joseph, Pastor Abuchi, Pastor Abuchi, oh, any member? Oh, I'm only a small boy. Yeah, Forgetting that we are not here to preach. Our See, we are messengers. We are small for sent with the message. I and if you will humble yourself and honor that message. Paul said, Paul, look at I it. commend you to God and that. to the word of his grace. This morning, if you honor the word that is being spoken and to you, which is not the man that is, uh, word that is coming from our mind and our hearts, a mind that we have been sent to put to you, like Paul, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, able to build you and give you an inheritance. Beside, it wasn't God that yeah. was speaking. It was Paul that was speaking. In the book of Acts, he said, I commend you to God. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man. Into China, you are going to be a great man.
It takes a man. Sent by God. To cause certain things to happen in your life. So when you don't honor by thinking properly concerning that man, that word that is able to give you an inheritance, that word that is able to build you, cannot have its way in your life. As a man thinks, how and what are you thinking? You need to think properly. Because if you don't think properly, it is you that is going to lose. And the sad thing is that when you don't honor, that's what I'm saying that. You see, sometimes you think that the person or the man of God has no power. It is not him. It is you. And your response to the anointing. Jesus Christ, as powerful as he was, and he is, when the people dishonored him, he could do no miracle. So dishonoring will limit the anointing. To honor would, would, would limit it. But this one, it is my prayer that you not allow anything to limit the anointing of God over your life. Then you will be blessed. As a man thinking, in his heart, so is he. Think properly. Say the person by you, think properly. Anna, by thinking properly. Yes. And you want to see changes in your life. You need to honor. That's what you need to When Satan is honored, we all know what became of him. Maybe you are here. And as I said, if you if you don't one of the signs that shows that you dishonor is that you reject the person. And one of the ways by which you can reject a person is by rejects rejecting his instructions. Satan rejected the instructions of God by not being humble. And God saw it as being dishonorable. And his relationship with God changed. All because it is honest. So this honoring destroys relationships. And you don't want to be the by, at the by side of God. Because one Satan is honest. He was Lucifer. Beautiful angel. And okay, so when when you see that. when he dishonored by not thinking properly. I think it's in Isaiah. He said, I will ascend above the throne of God. thinking. He saw himself as better than God. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Son of the morning. Art thou cut down to the ground? Which is weak in the nation. 
Satan dishonored and his relationship with God perpetually changed. What are you thinking within yourself? Maybe you are saying that you are still saying. Maybe you are saying. Maybe you are saying. Maybe you are saying. Maybe you are saying. you are you you are dishonored. But this morning I pray that the grace of God that causes a man to think properly come upon you. Remember, thoughts can be projected by evil spirits. But what will help you to rebut those things is the word of God that you have in you. This morning is my prayer. That just as the people of Melita changed their and began to see the goodness of God, began to see healing happening, miracles happening, you also change your mind concerning the servants that God has placed over your life. This is the only way that you can see certain changes in your life. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Be on your feet. Be on your Seek the land above, thy shadows we abide, and clouds
Say Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Say Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This morning, this morning, I pray. I pray. And I ask for your forgiveness. Have mercy on me. For all my negative thoughts concerning your servant over my life. Father, have mercy on me in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 The Bible says that the evil God of this world has blinded you. You see, when your eyes are blinded and you cannot see properly, you cannot perceive that. The servant that God has placed over my life holds the key to my prosperity and to my breakthrough. And what the enemy will do is that he will cause you to do things that will be dishonorable. And perpetually you still remain where you are. But this one we are praying, we are saying that God open our eyes. If our eyes have been blinded by the enemy, this one as we pray, let the scale fall off in the name of Jesus. Say Lord Jesus as I pray. Let every scale on my eyes fall off in the name of Jesus so that I will perceive and know and recognize the servants that you have placed over my life who has the key to my breakthrough in the name of Jesus open my eyes Lord open my eyes Lord in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus open your mouth and pray 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 in Jesus' name, I be praying. Amen, amen, amen. And Jesus Christ marveled at their unbelief. And said, and there he could do no mighty works. We are praying, we are saying that let the seed of unbelief in us blast out. Because the seed of unbelief will cause you not to receive from the anointing. We are praying, we are saying that, Lord, every seed of unbelief, every seed of doubt, the Bible says, without faith, it is impossible. 
to please you. Let every seed of doubt and unbelief be flushed out of us in the name of Jesus. Let the seed of familiarity be crushed. Be crushed. Because when you are familiar with the anointing, you cannot receive. There are people in Jesus' hometown, they were familiar with him. So they started by asking, is this not Mary's son? Is this not Joseph's son? Is this not a carpenter? But this one we are praying, we are saying the Lord. Let the seed of, of familiarity, the seed of doubt, the seed of unbelief, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus, as I pray, let the seed of doubt, of unbelief, of familiarity, be blessed out of me, out of me, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray, 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 pray. Name, I will pray. Amen. 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 Sometimes Amen. the kind of thought that you have is because of what you have heard. No wonder the Bible said that blessed is a man that does not stand in the way of sinners. It means that what you hear can affect your thinking. Maybe you were somewhere and you heard people talking evil about the, the, the servant of God in this house. And that affected the way you think about it. But we are saying the Lord. Anything that I have heard that is causing me to act dishonorably as I pray. Let that thing be flashed out. Let that thing be flashed out. In the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, as I pray, any negative comments that I have heard that is affecting the way I think concerning your servant, as I pray, let that thing be flashed out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. 